Naptown, the city that always sleeps. Most people think nothing happens in this town that is halfway between nothing and nowhere, but they would be wrong. There's plenty that goes on in this town for those willing to look. Things have gotten more difficult for Detective Tanner. His ghostly moral compass is now much more corporeal, leaving him to deal with having a ten-year-old around while the crew is trying to impersonate Zadok Kilgore and discover who he is working for. But Zadok has escaped from the Order and into the shadows of the city that always sleeps. So, where we last left off, you guys had gone into the Midas Vault. Runa had become corporeal. Not into the Midas Vault, but into the bank that is the Midas Vault. Done some recon there, and now Faye is waiting outside, transformed as Zadok Kilgore. I believe I'm leaning against a tree or something like that. Yes. Did you roll to shapeshift before? I have to imagine yes, but... I don't know if I did. Well, I mean, we can't retcon this now. If you didn't make a roll for it, then... How conspicuous are you trying to be? Are you trying to, like, blend in, Faye? How dumb are you trying to be? Make a roll for stupid if you could. Yeah, that would be the point of leaning against a tree. (laughs) Make me a sneak around. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. That's going to be make people focus on each other, not me. There's no one around. Well, if I'm rolling to sneak around, I assume there's somebody. It's different. Like, that's more like... Okay, but that's a fair assumption to make, right? (laughs) It's a fair assumption to make, but you're like... That is more like when you're in a crowd and like, that's more of like a blending in, not I am the only person on this pathway trying not to be seen by the one security guard. Okay, I guess I'm going to use shapeshifting that as my tag. Hey, it's a nine. Cool. All right. You are hidden. You think. As Faye waits out there, behind you pulls up a police car and knocks on your window, Tanner. Uh, Tanner rolls down the window. Hello, good good evening, officer. How are you? Are, are you Detective Tanner? No, I'm just Tanner. All right, um, uh, Detective, or Tanner, may you step out of the car where you are being taken in? No, not, no, I'm not. Are you arresting me? Uh, yes, you confessed to murder of several people who kidnapped your family. Oh, okay, Tanner hits him with the door. <laughs> Non-lethally, but Tanner hits him with the door. Okay! (laughs) Uh, Hit with all you got, I guess. Okay, so I'm gonna brawl like a Norse god. Yeah. um, And brawl like a Norse god. (laughs) (laughs) Call authority. (laughs) That's an eight. Alright, so choose one. Uh, you You take cover. You get them good. You control collateral damage. You hold their attention, or you get one juice. Um, I want to, I want to secure an improved position. Basically, I want to knock him on the ground. All right. So you swing the car door open into this guy, and it like, catches him off guard and like knocks him down as he his head hits the concrete. Is is there a cop car behind him? Yes. Yeah, there's a cop car behind us, right? Is there another cop in that cop car? Um, no. Okay, cool. Uh, well, what's everyone else doing? <laughs> yeah, what's everyone else doing? I think Darling is probably keeping an eye on Faye, because I figure Tanner can handle himself. Oh, okay. I mean, well, then there is something else I want to do. Is anyone else helping Tanner belie- beat up a police officer? Uh, when when Seamus sees this interaction, he's like, what the hell, Tanner? Well, I can't get arrested right now. I'm kind of busy. I don't know if you noticed we're in the middle of a case. Tanner's going to crouch down on top of the on like on top of the cop's shoulders, you know, so he's like looking him dead in the eyes and is just going to go, "You're going to tell me who reported me for murder cuz it's a lie and you know it." I want to roll convince. All right. How would he know that? Cuz he knows who reported it probably, unless it was like an anonymous tip, in which case they would not just arrest the person no, on he, site. He specifically said you confessed. Oh, shoot, that's true. That's a lie, I didn't confess, and you know you're mistaken. Get back in your car and leave. I'm gonna try to convince him. (laughs) With hypnotizing eyes. (laughs) And calm authority. (laughs) Well, I mean, that is a 12. (laughs) Their agenda is the same as mine, at least for the time being. Uh, Okay. So either he takes its status or he listens to what you do. Oh, and we we have to decide on the status ahead of time. I would want the status to be terrified. 
Or no, you know what? Not terrified. I think confused, like dazed. Um, I think he's gonna, like, as you're, like, on his throat, he realizes he is in I'm not the- stepping on his throat. I'm not, I'm not trying to kill him. I'm, I'm just leaning into his eyes. Like, I'm standing with Mike around his shoulders. You know what I mean? So as he realizes that he is in a compromising position as you have him pinned, uh, he is going to, you know what? I think you're right. I think I might have the wrong person and I will be going now. Okay, is he, is he saying it like that? I think he's, he's listening to what you're saying. He's not going to attack you. No, but he's saying it in a way that implies he's going to get in his cop car, drive away, and come back with five cops. Well. I'm just saying if that's the case, like, Tanner's not going to let him leave. <laughs> you tell me what you're doing, if you're going to let him leave or not. That's what he said. That's how he said it. It's a role-playing game, Tanner. <laughs> okay, so. Mm, all right. I'll let him leave. He gets in his car and leaves. Do I see anybody besides this? whole interaction um are you using anything extra or are you just looking or are you, are you do you want to investigate that or are you just asking as like a general perception i'm gonna i want to do a investigation check to see if like somebody has been spooked now by the cops being here cool make me an investigation roll does shapeshift count for this because i look it means i look inconspicuous i'll allow it okay and then i'll do intelligent that's an 11. Um, so you look around, and you don't see anyone, just uh, normal people walking about. No one looks suspicious or spooked or anything. Okay. And the amount of people that are out on a cold February evening are minimal. Yeah. R- real quick, did did the whole situation with the police officer bring attention to us and Tanner's car? I'm going to say no. For the I, f- I figured you guys were parked a little bit farther away, so it wasn't super, like... It wasn't... You guys were immediately across the street 10 feet from Faye. Okay. I I assumed you guys gave her some distance so that she could do this inconspicuously and not just have a group of five people staring out the window at her. Yeah. It doesn't look like Mom is waiting for me in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hurry up. Mom's waiting. Anyone else doing anything? Or, Faye, do you have another question? Let's use two tags. Oh. Um, do I see any signs of security? Of, like, the security that was mentioned that uh, exists. Yes, every so often you see a... Did flashlights exist at this point? When did flashlights get I invented? I think... Anyway, every so often you see a flashlight go by as, like, people patrolling. Nothing seems super suspicious about it. So it looks like there's physical guards. Yeah, there, you see physical guards. You have not tried to go into the building? Inside the building, Okay. Like, if you want to try to go into the building, more information might be revealed. But from what you can see, every so often you do see, like, a flashlight or something go by. Okay, because I think Alexia mentioned last episode that there was, like, something in the foyer that stops people. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay. But I just see, like, normal guards, like, farther inside the building. Yep. Okay. By the way, 1899. That's when the flashlight was invented. Weird. Very early. Anyway... Not important. It didn't last very long. Like, the light wouldn't la- last very long. Use batteries. Usable, yeah. I mean, they are also super rich, so they could probably just buy a, fl- a uh, flashlight factory and import enough <laughs> flashlights <laughs> to keep this moving. I-, I imagine it was one of those, you know, like the old-timey um, like camera flashes that like work once and then you have to replace it? I imagine that's what they use in flashlights, and that's why they're called the flashlight, because it literally flashes, then it's done. (laughs) Imagine how useless that would be. So you wait there for a good while, Faye, and no one shows up. Oh, wait, there's something else I want to do. I want to take the license plate off my car and just leave it on the ground. Okay. Um, And then I'm going to pull the car, like, around the block and and leave it and get out and just hide in the alley. (laughs) (laughs) Are the rest of you hiding in the alley? Remember, you do have a ten-year-old. I didn't. I told her not to come with us. This was her choice. I guess. Yeah, I guess we're getting out of the car. We can't stay in the car. You know, there's police after me now. I think since being turned back into a human, I have failed as Tanner's moral compass immediately. I didn't kill anybody. He's fine. I hit him with a door. Didn't even break anything. He's fine. He'll walk it off. Is he? What? Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah. 
doors are large, flat objects that distribute the pressure and the force from an attack very broadly. That's why getting hit with a chair doesn't hurt very bad. Anyways, um, also I'm pretty sure that that guy is a shapeshifter. Seems like 99% likely that mm, Scrumbobulus, was that his name? Hang on. Are you talking about Zadok? Zadok! Zadok, I think, is a uh, shapeshifter. So you think Zadok might have been that police officer? Well, no, I think that Zadok reported himself as me, which now what doesn't make sense about how could someone confess to murder and then leave? Co- okay, Cody, do you remember the letter you wrote? Do you remember what you said when you dropped the little stone back off? Oh, vaguely. Yeah, no, this is... You wrote a letter to the owners of the house saying you stole it, but you killed the people who said they were, like, threatening your family. Oh, I did forget that I had done that, yeah. Yeah. Cody, it's almost like choices you make have consequences. (laughs) (laughs) They had a description of who you were. You worked at the police force. Also, you have one arm and worked at the police force. No, I mean, I'm fine with this now. I thought it was was implied that Zadok knew where I was going to be. How did they know where I was going to be? It doesn't matter. It's It's fine. It's a story. (laughs) Bad luck. Maybe they maybe they got lucky and they were looking for your license plate. No, it's fine. It's fine. I thought I thought the implication was that I had told Zadok where we were going to be. No, that is not the implication. The implication is you wrote a note saying I murdered people <laughs> <laughs> and left it with people who knew what you look like and who would. No, st- I mean, I'm fine with this now. I just misunderstood the implication. Anyway, so you guys hide in the alley for a while. Runa is cold because she. Has what she wore as a ghost, and not a heavy coat, surprisingly enough. Um, Faye, how long do you wait outside? Um, can I, like, walk around the perimeter, essentially? Yep. Like, take a stroll? Does that change what I see? You see different sides of the building, so technically, yes. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm being difficult tonight. Um, no, so you do a couple laps around the building at different intervals, and you see no signs of forced entry. You see... Nothing really abnormal or out of place. Everything looks like a standard locked up evening. You watch for the different patrols going through and they seem to be very methodical and at a regular interval. And you stay for quite a long time and none of that changes. Okay. Um... You also notice that there are no snowy footprints other than the ones that you observed like your first pass through. So it's not even just... Oh, that I missed somebody. Yeah, Right, it's not you missed someone. Definitively, you have seen no evidence that people have come in or out of the building. Okay. Um, Long past the time that was noted on the little sheet. Sure. I If I don't see anybody after walking around a couple times and waiting for a bit, I will head to where the alley that the car's parked in. Or the car's yeah. parked outside the alley. I go yeah. to the alley where... Also, Tanner, the reason they could also find you is you have a tag that your car is conspicuous now. I'm not complaining. You're fine. Well, I I did forget to mention that, though. Um, Mark one experience on that theme. Okay, so you you come to the alley, Faye. Yes. Then you see your crew huddled coldly in an alley. Uh, I shapeshift back into Faye. Well, nothing seems to be amiss. I didn't see... Zadok didn't see anybody else trying to meet with Zadok or break in or even approach the building. Okay. And it listed this place at this time, right? Like he had a list and it listed here and now, correct? Yes. Well, and Zadok escaped, right? Oh yeah, did Faye, were you aware of that? I don't remember if we knew that. You you, you were not. Oh. Zadok oh. escaped. Sorry, we probably should have told you. Sorry. So you let me go as him when he was likely to show up? All things being fair, I was almost arrested at that point, so I was distracted. Uh, that doesn't excuse it. <laughs> well, we kind of kind found of out by the time you were already out there, and I was watching you the whole time. Like, I didn't take my eyes off you. Wait, how did they find out that he escaped? Like, while I was not in the car? Vaguely, the order contacted us. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was gonna hit him with the car if he showed up, I guess. Okay, so the order just contacted you, and you found out. All right. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it was like, right when you first got out there. 
Okay. We had a lot of time to tell you. Well, but how without being conspicuous? Especially once a police... That's a fair point, actually. I don't actually. know if you noticed, too. We Tanner got flagged for something. Yeah, what was the what was the altercation about? Uh, I have no idea. All right. It said something about Tanner murdering people, but I was Must be a shapeshifter. No other explanation. He's lying. Okay. What was that, Runa? I think Tanner knows exactly what he's talking about, what the nice police officer was talking about. Can you still read minds? I am your moral compass. Anyways. Oh, sorry. Look into my eyes. Here's a cup of coffee. <laughs> Care to elaborate, Tanner? I don't really... I, uh... Okay, so I took a rock to make Runa corporeal, which she's not being very grateful about, and, um, then I tried to give the rock back, in which I made the excuse the reason I took the rock was because, uh, my family was being held hostage, and I killed everyone that held them hostage, so here's your rock back. Okay, they didn't actually kill anyone. No, no, well, I mean, I have, but in this case, they're not, I don't think it's for the people that they think- Next- My point is, that's not what's going on. Next time, can you just take a creative writing class or something? I was under a lot of pressure. Runa was alive. I had to give the rock back. Why did you have to leave a note at all? Why didn't you just leave the rock and say, here's your rock back. Sorry. Like, why did you have to make up some ridiculous story that now is coming back to bite you? Uh, I thought it'd be endearing, I guess, but apparently not. <laughs> it only works with Darling. I guess. Anyways, so that's where I'm at. How are you? You know, something occurs to me. Let's say I go and turn myself in for murder. Th- they couldn't arrest me for that because there's no victim. They can't press charges for me murdering no one. Because cops always treat it nicely when you assault them. Yeah, well, I mean, well, t- anyways, it doesn't matter. Do you, do, do you really want to go down that road, Tanner? Because I'm sure if they actually, like, brought you in and did some investigating, I'm sure they'd find all kinds of stuff that they could arrest you for. I don't think they would. There's not that much. I mean, unless they can connect me to anything that they would have already arrested me for. You know what I mean? I'm a little more concerned about uh, Zadok now being... Loose? Yeah, me too. That's Yeah, that was my focus. Yeah. I, I was about to say, maybe... Okay, see, he hasn't shown up here, so... Maybe we need to go back to the Mystical Grove and get more information. Like, did anyone see him escape? Because all they told us, in whatever vague way they told us, was that he escaped. We don't know any more information other than that. What were the other times and dates? Were they for different days? Yes. So there's tonight, and then not the next... So, okay, let's say roughly tonight's Monday night. Wednesday night, we have the Naptown Historical Society. Okay. And then two nights after that, so Friday, would be we don't have a location, uh, but it's a bootleg run and we have a time. Okay. How did he get brought in? There are other teams. Okay. Do you think he would be going after the people who brought him in? Maybe. I don't know. I really figured he was going to be here. But yeah. it kind of feels weird to leave now, though. Aren't you worried he's going to like he's like waiting and as soon as we leave, he's just going to go and I don't know, punch up the place, I guess. I mean, maybe we need to split up again. Yeah, it feels like someone should wait here and just like keep an eye out on it. I'm I'm not disagreeing with <laughs> you because if I remember the conversation in his little holding cell correctly, uh, he said he would be here uh, nope. or that was his plan. So I'm. Assuming at some point he will be here, but I don't know what good it's going to do us to just sit here and stare if it, I don't know, maybe we can, some of us can go get more information from the Mystical Grove. Well, who wants to stay here? Not me. I'm cold. (laughs) I need a coat. Detective Tanner, can you buy me a coat? We are best friends. No, literally no. Actually, literally no. I I can get you a coat, Bruno. (laughs) That's why you're my favorite, Faye. No problem. She gives you, like, a hug. Aw. Actually, you can see her shivering since you've been standing (laughs) cold for an hour. Well, I was going to suggest that Faye and Darling should go back to Mystical Grove because we could turn into birds and get there. That's true. Take Runa with you. Quickly that way. Turn her into a bird. She can. I don't think that's not easy to do. I'd have to stop holding back and I don't feel like this is the time. Do you guys want to take my car? You can take my car. I don't know if I want to take your car, because it sounds like it's flagged now. I don't think they have, like, trackers on it. Just don't speed. Well, no, but I mean, if they're ki- lo- if they're looking out for 
your color hot rod, then they might pull us over. And I don't know. I'm just saying. Sounds like they're the police might now be keeping an eye on you. All right. Is there is there a store that I could buy a coat for Ruta and give it to her, and yes. then we go? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Faye will walk down the block, purchase a child's coat, <laughs> bring it back for Ruta, and then if it's okay with Darling. We will turn into birds. Does it match Faye's coat? Is it like a rich girl coat for Runa? <laughs> I think I would choose a warm coat. I mean, yeah, but like there are better and worse winter coats. Like I have a pea coat, and then I also have like a snow. I am not going to skimp on poor Runa's coat. <laughs> oh my gosh! You doing okay, Cody? Yes. <laughs> yeah, if Darling's up for going to the mystical grove, Faye and Darling can. Yeah, cool. You guys way. do that easily enough. You guys shape shift into. A raven and a dove once again. And hopefully don't break your arm as you do it this time. <laughs> yeah. And flutter off. Uh, Seamus and Tanner, is there anything that you're doing other than just staking out? Uh, nope. I, I don't know if there's anything specific you want to do. Um, you guys make the laps that Faye made and stake out inconspicuously for the better part of the night and notice nothing happening. All right. Uh, did they find out anything from the Mystical Grove? Well, that's where we're heading to next. Okie doke. So you guys walk into the familiar bar that is the Mystical Grove. Lennox, Wills, and Sylvia are both there tending the bar. There seems to be a decent number of people around. Darling notices some of her other groups that she hangs out with there. Um, They seem to have gotten a case, but are talking things over and not leaving immediately. I think Darling and Faye go over... I kind of assume we ha- have, like, a usual table or, like, a usual area that we try to stake out as our our groups. So I think we probably go over to one of those. And since we usually, he, since he usually just appears, we probably are kind of like, Idris? <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. give it a couple tries and wait a couple minutes to see if he appears. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, though. So after a little bit, he does appear. Mm, hello, i surprised to see you back so soon. Did you solve the case already? Oh, wait, hold up. You're probably here about Zadig. Yes, uh, we did get your me. I-, I assume that message was from you or Sylvia. Yes. Do you-, do you have any more information on his escape? It might be just easier if I show you. Great. So he follow- he takes you back to the holding cell that previously was holding Zadig. And you see the door is ripped clean off the hinges and just punched in, or out, I guess, in this case, and, like, lying in the hallway. As you can see, he seems to have a rather larger amount of strength than we initially thought, so... Is that just the door from the holding cell to, like, the hallway? Yes. Can we see how else he would have left the building? Like, is there a similar-looking punched-out door... Down the hall. Um. Yes, it's just like the back door kind of thing. Okay. You've never you've never been back here, but it's a nor. The door isn't punched out, but it is like an emergency exit kind of thing where you it, it is open. He can just leave that way. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So the one he was in was locked, therefore punched out. Mm-hmm. But he clearly had an exit. Right. Okay. You do notice that um the doorknob is a little bit crushed. Okay. Okay. Not li- as in if someone had a massive surge of strength and then try to grip something. Yeah. So if he could seemingly leave it any time, obviously if he smashed this door open and has this insane super strength, why did he stay here for so long? Yeah, it just... Why did he (laughs) stay here for so long? (laughs) Well, I'm assuming he was biding time to see who would try to stop him and maybe try to hit a lull in the traffic. Idris, what time did he escape? Do you know a rough time? Uh, it was about uh, it was about a half an hour before you guys were supposed to do your thing. Is that the meeting? I thought I said seven thirty, so seven ish. What is that in relation to the time that was on the sheet? Like half an hour before that. Okay, so the time on the sheet. Let's say it was seven thirty. He escaped around seven. Yes. Okay. Um, and then I want to go to the. Exit doors, and I want to see if we can see footprints out there. Mm. Okay. Uh, yes, there are footprints. There's a ver. Make me an investigation check. 
Since this is a normal exit, there's going to be some. But yeah, I don't have anything to roll with. It's just a straight roll. And that's a no. There are footprints, yes. Okay. Beyond that, you don't know what shoe he was wearing. You don't know his stride. There are a lot of crushed snow kind of thing, and it is kind of cleared off since this is a normal exit for people. Okay. So this may be totally off base, Faye, but I'm kind of wondering if he got like, you know, okay, you know, the times that they have on the, on the, sh- or they had on the sheet. I'm wondering if those times were specific because he all of a sudden gets strength at a certain point. Cause if it seems like he all of a sudden got a surge of like power, all right. That's where my mind's at right now. And like I said, I could be totally off on that. But the, just because he didn't escape earlier, that's the only right. reason I have to think that. And maybe his power, his like strength goes away after a while, which is why we didn't see him at the Midas Vault. If he missed his window, you're saying. Exactly, exactly. All right. Um, is there, are the, times for the other things like the historical society and the other place are they at the same time of evening it's like seven thirty for all of them no okay the historical society is probably a little bit later because banks close early so the historical society is probably somewhere around nine o'clock ten o'clock and the bootlegging operation is in the middle of the night because they're okay. not going to do that at a normal time okay i see what you mean i don't see a pattern with the the times that he's got listed here but i'm wondering if there is some external trigger for his strength yeah yeah and whether it was timing or something else uh i wonder if there is like like you said like an external trigger and then there is like a window of time that he has it and the only reason i'm saying that is because we didn't see him at the vault because what it's been at least two hours since it was supposed to happen Right. Question mark. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a reasonable. So it's been time. it's been a while. They haven't seen him yet, and like I said, he didn't get out earlier. So I I don't know. I'm I'm like I said, I might be totally off base, but that's the only small connection I'm making right now. Makes sense. Did you wanna Did you wanna take a look around and see if you could see anything I didn't see? Um. Did you already roll and investigate? Yeah. Oh yeah, you were okay. Yeah, I can roll to investigate the room if there's any clues. I, I could always try to take a look at my, uh, use my dog tags to see if I see anything out of the ordinary. Aren't you Didn't with you Tanner? Stay with Tanner. We're not there, yeah. Oh, did yeah. I? I don't. I oh, I, I see. I didn't remember. I thought we all went here. No, never th- mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was confused why you were asking Idris a question. <laughs> I see. I thought I was there with you guys. No, it was I. It was Darling and I because we could turn into birds. Oh, yeah. I missed that part of it. I thought we just yeah, all went yeah, back yeah. to the mystical grove. Never mind. No, no. 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 So if you if you have any questions that you want to ask about the vault, you're more than welcome to, or anything you wanted to do. But Faye, you can make your roll. Okay, intelligent. That's all I got for investigating. That doesn't really matter. It's a twelve. Well, uh, so what are you asking? I'm looking for clues as to see if there's any other clues we can get on how he left. Yeah, if there's any other clues about where he would go. Or as a possible corollary, what other powers he might have. So you spend some time investigating this room. And what you do find odd is there seems to be some mud where he was sitting. Okay. Not not large quantities, not anything that makes you think of a weird power of him being a mud man or anything. Mm-hmm. But it is the middle of winter. Okay. And mud is not currently common. Right. Okay. So does that suggest to me that, like, he came and went and, like, he left and then came back Mm. into the room? No, it suggests where he was spending his time when he was picked up. Or not when he was picked up, but, like, it is a place that he has gone to that he has frequented that may or may not be where he's going back to. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, Idris, have you heard from the team that brought Zadok in. Are they all right? Oh, I have not heard anything bad from them. He did not seem to make any threats to them when he left or any of the time when he was brought in. He put up a fight when he was brought in, but nothing swearing revenge. I would say that everyone you've brought in has been much more upset with you than Zadok was with any of them. 
do you know where they picked him up or are they out in the bar right now? Um, we believe he was picked up somewhere downtown at a bar, I believe. He was in a bar fight, a little drunk, and started exhibiting powers. And this wasn't the first time we'd heard about bar fights happening at this particular place. I'm assuming you would be able to, like, you don't have to give us the name, but you, Idris would give us the name, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, it's it's a generic bar. It's not, as far as you know, it's not anything strange has happened there. It's a little bit more seedy because Darling probably knows the bar scene decently well with just her occupation. You know, it's more on the dive end of bars. Okay. I can't think of anything else to ask Idris. Mandy, can I you? I can't. Um, well, if you need anything else, feel free to stop by. Lennox and, well, not Lennox. Sylvia knows how to get a hold of me if I'm not around. Okay. Thank you, Idris. Thank you. Good luck. Faye, uh, I don't know. Would you want to check out this bar that he got picked up at? See if he went back there or head back to the guys? We can meet with everyone and then head to the bar. I'm sure there'll be time for a drink. Sure. And we fly back. Flap, flap, flap. <laughs> See, we're Bird flapper flight. girls. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys make it back. Tanner and Seamus, are you cool with what you learned or did not learn? Uh, yes. Sure. I, I didn't know, if the, since you now knew you were staying, I didn't know if something sprang to mind that you wanted. I don't think there's anything really to do there. All right. Since nobody showed up. <laughs> so you guys make your way back to the, the boys in Runa. Uh, so, did you, I'm guessing he didn't show up since y'all are still hiding back here in the alley. Uh, that would be correct. Yeah, yeah. I think we relay the information about him breaking free. Sudden strength. Uh, there seemed to be a bit of mud in his holding cell. It seemed a bit odd for how cold it's been, but might give a clue as to where he frequents. What was the moon like tonight? It was not a full moon. Okay. It's not a werewolf. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering about that, but then the fact that he was hitting things kind of every other day made it seem like it wasn't Gollum? necessarily moon-related. What? Like a golem? What would that have to do with the time of day? No, nothing. It would have to do with the mud. Sorry. Oh, I see. I see. Because golems can be made of mud, right? Right. Um, the only other, I guess, relevant piece of information we got was this bar that he was picked up at. Uh, I relay the address. So we can head there if we fancy a nightcap. Yeah, my thought was seeing if maybe he went back there. Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea, yeah. We head there. <laughs> I'm, ge- I'm gonna go ahead and say, I-, I just want to own up to something. I did not realize that Gollum, like the character from Lord of the Rings, and Golem, the fictitious thing, what is like a manifested mud figure, were two different words. Gollum and Golem are not spelled the same. They're very similar, but not no. the same. I was I was very confused when you were saying Gollum. I was like, wait, is he referencing Lord of the Rings, which hasn't been written yet, or... As he meaning to say golem. <laughs> Didn't know those were two different words. Now I do. So you head off to the bar called The Nightcap. You head in. It is a very divey bar. Dark. Very dirty. Does not have a jazz stand. It is just for alcohol. I assume it's kind of hidden away. Oh, yeah. They all yeah. kind of are. Mm. Well, because it's illegal to have it. Otherwise. I think this one's more front-facing than you would think, which only shows how much seedier it is. Okay. Like, middle-of-the-road places would not be as blatant. Okay. So, like, either this place is really seedy or really nice, and it's not really nice. Okay. <laughs> so you walk into this very divey bar. There are a lot of... Um, more thug-looking people around, you wouldn't, uh... You would hazard a guess probably several of them work for the Mueller's, but that is not your primary concern right now. (laughs) People give you guys a glance, especially when you come in with a ten-year-old, but they don't really seem to care. No one looks like they're ready to pick a fight with you. Okay. So just to check, Zadok is not here. No, he is not. That is a fair thing to ask. Is Lucia here? Uh, sh- no, she's not. Uh, Darling is gonna go up to the bartender 
and lean across the bar, uh, order a drink, and then ask, you know, I love some gossip. I heard there was a real big bar fight here the other night. Well, it is, but, you know, that tip jar over there looks a little empty. And I'm I'm a little forgetful when it's empty. You know, it tends to bother me. Oh, you won't even give me a little bit of a tease of what happened? Uh, and I'm going to roll uh, with uh, Close Confidant and distractions <laughs> that's a weakness and which is i think uh no um no distraction is the no control the will of others is the not touch one okay those are the three i want to use i want to use control the will of others distraction and close confidant cool that is a 10 i guess for a pretty thing like you i could spill some there there was a fight here a couple days back big burly guy comes around here every so often I think his name's something like Zadok Kilgore or something. Whoever would name their child that needs to be punished, but... You know, I had heard a rumor that it was Zadok who got in the fight here. Oh my god, has he been here since? I mean, I haven't seen him, but you know, some... I don't know, they look like fed types took him away. They look people that were professional about taking stuff like this out. I don't know, it seemed... Seemed weird. There seemed to be a lot of damage, and these people looked official and were acting official, and I work at a speakeasy, so... Oh, I understand. You want to stay under wraps. Is he... Is he usually here with his friends, or does he come here by himself? It seems to usually just be him. He... He does not seem the social type. I mean, he... This is not the first time he's gotten in a bar fight here. It's kind of a regular occurrence when he's around but usually he's not around that much so it's not too big of a deal he does seem to be the type who likes to get in fights like that he's that kind of guy do you know him i would i would i would keep a little bit of distance from him if i were you well a pretty little thing like yourself oh well i we run in the same circles but i've never actually met him well i would watch out he seems to have a temper and go a little crazy is there anything else i should ask about him that y'all can think of uh, I don't nope. think so. Okay. All right. If you if you need anything else, just let me know. He gives you a wink. Oh, I most certainly will. And she winks back at him. Uh, gets her drink and settles in with the rest of the group. Well, it, unfortunately, he hasn't come back here. So I figured that was a long shot. But he hasn't been around basically since our guys picked him up. Hmm. I guess we can wait and go to the Naptown Historical Society. Out of game, Zach, I got nothing. I have- You have two other places to investigate, so if you guys don't have the mystery solved right now, you have two other locations to gather clues at. Okay, I guess I'm just asking, like, is that- No, that is completely fine. Okay. You guys were just saying stuff you wanted to do, so I was not interrupting your flow. I don't have a flow. (laughs) We don't have a location for the third one, right? We just have a Correct. time and what it is. Okay. But you do know where a uh, bootlegging operation does take place. A warehouse that may or may not have burned to the ground and then been rebuilt. In your first case, you guys know where a yeah. bootlegging warehouse is. No, no, no. Is. I know. I know. Cody gave me a very weird look. No. No. I, it's fine. <clears throat> well, I guess tonight was a bust, huh? Didn't really find out much of anything. Maybe we can meet up tomorrow and check out the Historical Society? Is that what you were leading up to, Tanner? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I guess, I think maybe what happened is he, like, if every once in a while Zadok can get super powerful and punch things, let's say, and he was planning on getting super powerful and punching the bank, I think we've kind of ruined that plan with the incarceration so now, you know, it's like he has to he has to wait until next time around and then he can, you know, attack the next thing he's going to attack. Does that make sense? Do you think he'll shift his schedule, though, and try the bank again? Or do you think he'll go on to the next item in his list? That's a really good question. That's a really, really, really good question. I have no idea. Well, I think at least we should swing by the bank one more time before we officially call it a night, even if it's just Tanner and I. Just to make sure that nothing happened and then call Can it. I get a ride? 
Can you drop me off at home first if it's just going to be Tanner and you? I mean, yes. I assumed you were in the back seat. Oh, okay. Okay, so you guys do that. You guys all drop off. Uh, nothing seems to have changed unless there's something very specific you're looking for and you want to make a roll no, for. No, I, I think, think at so. this point, just trying to, you know, just doing a drive-by if there was, you know, alarms going off and stuff. Yeah. want to notice that. There are no alarms going off. Everything seems normal. Okay. So we move on to the next day. You all get a good night's sleep. Unless anyone wants to have certain scenes or anything. Mm, I don't think so. So as you guys wake up for another day, Tanner walks into his office to see a very angry looking police officer there. What? No, I would not go to my office. Why why would I go to my office? That's an address they know. Are you not going back to your (laughs) office ever? I mean, not right now. Why would I go back to my office? Because it was not going to have you just be straight up arrested. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. We can we can do we can do the office. Don't don't worry. I'm not I'm not going to just keep p- penalizing you, okay? Okay. <laughs> so you open the office and your ex-partner Day is sitting there. <gasps> what the hell, Tanner? Hi. How are you? You doing good? Well, I got called in last night while having a lovely dinner with my family. Yeah, it seems like you deserve that, yeah. Because an ex-police officer apparently confessed, wrote a note saying they murdered a bunch of people, and then when an officer tried to bring them in to resolve this and figure it was probably one of Tanner's weird gambits, he was assaulted. And then threatened. Well, no, he said I was under arrest, first of all. And second of all, I was very busy... With something that was potentially more important than being arrested at the moment. And I was also very busy with not cleaning up your shit. Yeah, I think I was more busy. Anyway, we don't have to, we don't have to like compare notes on who was more busy. My point is I was outside and it was cold. Um, so hi, how are you? I I just went through how I am. So how are you? How is the murders going? And the B&E's, apparently? Well, the B&E's fine. The murder's fully fictitious. Like, I mean, I I understand your private eye, and you left- Well, no, I'm kind of retired from that, actually. Then why are you breaking into places and saying you murdered people? Do do you want to know the truth? I will absolutely tell you the truth, but I guarantee you're just going to tell me that I'm lying. I would love the truth. Okay, let let me get my notes. An old man whose name is Confidential told me that there was- I thought you weren't a private eye. You literally just said you're not a private eye anymore. I understand that. Can I finish? I suppose. Okay, thank you. So an old man whose name is Confidential did not ask me to investigate anything or, you know, whatever. Anyways, he didn't ask me- he didn't ask me to detect. He said that- A rich family of oil barons had found an extremely dangerous object that was on display and that they were unwilling to part with based on a nice conversation and asked that I guaranteed its destruction, which I did, and then returned its deactivated husk. They were basically, they had an old-timey grenade in their house. We tried to talk to them about it. They were belligerent. I stole it, de-armed it, gave it back to them. And then I made up a story about murder... That I left in their mailbox so they would know that there was a good reason for me to take it because they didn't believe that it was dangerous. Because it looks not like a grenade. Okay, but why did you have to assault a police officer? Okay, so you know how I just told you that I was deactivating a dangerous object? That's like a pastime for me. And I was also... If he had stayed there, it was likely he was going to get killed by something worse that didn't just like push him over and tell him to leave. And also, I'm not fully certain I assaulted him. I just opened the door hard. Fun fact, he wasn't planning on staying there. He was planning on bringing you back to the precinct. That's how arrests work. I couldn't do that. I I couldn't leave, and he needed to leave, so that wasn't going to work out for anybody. You know how this works, Tanner. You, You worked here for decades. I did, and I quit for a reason. Yeah, and I thought when you quit... I wouldn't have to be doing paperwork about these weird, bonkers things you do. You were, in fact, wrong about that. I, I got that. <laughs> yeah. 
I understand why you're upset. There just is, like, not a lot of choices when you're doing something important and you can't leave at the moment. Well... Don't kill him. He's fine. I hit him with a door. I just opened the door. He asked me to get out of the car. I got out of the car. Quickly. Roll me a convince to try to smooth this over. Okay, I'm gonna roll Calm Authority and Hypnotizing Eyes. Okay. Oh, no! Wait, that's a... Six! <laughs> I'm gonna say that you are going to... So, here's your option. You can fail and nothing bad happens, but this isn't really resolved. Or you can still... Ha- you can have this be resolved, but you will take a crack on your ex-cop theme. Um... Yeah, we can just take a crack on the ex-cop theme. I think that's okay. fine. So it's signifying basically like you have worse relations with. Yeah, no, that makes the, sense. Yeah. Okay, Tanner. I, I mean, we didn't have a lot of times together since you quit shortly after you were my partner, but we did have some fun times, and I I will do this favor for you, and I will make this go away. I will say it was a misunderstanding that you accidentally opened the door trying to comply, and he just got spooked. But don't ever assault a cop ever again. Either by accident or on purpose. Do you understand? Yeah. Even if you're busy. Yeah. And then she, like, l- leaves. I'm probably gonna have to assault a cop again at some point, it feels like. Across town at a nice law firm, Faye is chilling out. And by chilling out, I mean hard at work. <laughs> I was gonna say. When Art comes in, like, he knocks. Hey, can I take a breather? And, uh, what's his voice? I don't even remember Art's voice. Uh, hey, can I take a breather in here for a second? Uh, sure. Something the matter? Oh, Mom's just going insane this morning. Apparently, the Midas vault was broken into last night, and some what? of their stuff is missing, and she's been talking to me about it all day. And I just need to be in a room where I don't have to talk about it for five minutes, because I promise you, my phone is ringing, and then... From a, his office is nearest to yours. You just hear it going. Um, well, at the high risk of coming off like mother, what happened? I have no idea. She said this. She was hysterical. You know how she gets about her things. I do, but honestly, remember I'm that really time surprised? you spilled you spilled juice on their carpet. I tried to block that out. Um. I mean, but that was a carpet, and that I know how much. No, I, I understand that she's probably beside herself, but really, the Midas fault. I mean, I'm surprised too, but they do boast about it a lot, right? Yeah, I guess it sort of puts a target on their back. Um, I they say what was stolen. Um, Mom listed off a couple of nice art pieces that used to be on our walls, or something like that. Okay. You, when, you know, like he lists off a few paintings that you know of. Yeah. That when, weird one with the boat, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. That that one always creeped me out for some reason. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm missing it. I'm glad neither of us have to inherit it now. That is true. It's a nice silver lining. When did it happen? Apparently last night sometime. This morning? I don't... I mean, no one has come to me suing yet, so I haven't figured out the details. Fair. But, I mean, it's going to be a nightmare next week, I'm sure. Yeah, I I believe it. I mean... Is there anything else I can find out from him? Okay. He doesn't know. He doesn't really know anything. He knows it happened. Yeah. Well, um, feel free to take a little break. Um, Thanks, Faye. And she, she... She'll pass him, like, a little... Like, flask that she keeps hidden away. (laughs) Don't let mother know you have this here. Have what here? He smiles, and you guys pass a few minutes just chatting friendly and catching up. Darling, are you at home still? Or what are you doing? Um, did we decide on a time to meet up? Probably after the work day, right? Yeah, that's what I assumed. Um, Darling hasn't given up any shifts, so... She went in uh, during the day. I think during the day, it's just like the front of the speakeasy is just like a restaurant. So, yeah, um, just 
picking she picked up shifts there and she's doing her job. All right. There's a 10-year-old coloring on a coloring sheet, and Rune is just sitting there very nicely, kicking her legs. Mm, no, <laughs> she would not have let her come in. <laughs> Where is Runa? Because I don't think you guys can leave a 10-year-old alone in an apartment, or are you guys just leaving- Oh, I was left alone all the time when I was 10. Now, granted, that was the 90s, but- <laughs> Yeah, it's the 20s. She should, be, she should literally be working in a cannery. <laughs> all right, so Runa's just chilling in your apartment. Yeah? Cut to Runa, like, flinging a boa over her shoulder- and a floppy hat just going through Darling's clothes. Fine, as long as she doesn't get into the lingerie, we're good. <laughs> this is expensive. <laughs> Moving on. Seamus, what's your current job? Um, he took the day he took days off to deal with this case because it's been it's been a while since they've had anything. He wants to make sure he can focus on it. So since we're not doing anything today, he has nothing to do really. <laughs> Seamus has a nice day relaxing. Catches up on some light reading. <laughs> and I guess that's where we'll end. Not a good end point for that. Hey Wanderers, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Naptown Chronicles. If you want to hear more content from the Wandering Gamer Network, you can check out the Wandering Gamer Network website. We also post Let's Plays that we do on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. On Twitch, we can be found at wandering underscore gamer underscore network, and you can follow us on Twitter at the WGN Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. The intro and outro music was composed by Caitlin Balgaman, who voices Faye in this podcast. All other music is openly licensed or in the public domain. Now, sleeper, it is time to rest. And remember, it is the gods who envy us.